right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And before we get into the episode, let's clear some things out. Last episode, I only had the one camera angle. Now I have two. Y'all see me right there. Yeah, we here. <laughs> so we're back to the two camera angles. I stopped being lazy with it. I'm back. We're in full effect. We're going to continue to to overhaul this video landscape that we find ourselves on, find ways to improve it, tweak it, get different things going, new theme music, new this, new that. We're, we're going to continue to improve here. Um, The other thing I want to tell you all about is... Your boy, I've been up on this podcast several times talking about getting in shape, taking my health seriously, getting fit, all them different things. And if you follow me on Instagram and you've seen a post I posted maybe a couple weeks ago, since this time last year, like literally this time last year, I've lost 30 pounds. So your boy been on it. I've been doing what's necessary. I've been eating different. I ain't even really been working out like that. It's been primarily diet. That has changed it now, you know, with the leg situation, I'm, I'm getting back in the gym now. So like the leg is good to go. I can get back in there, start touching some weights, get on this treadmill, do what I got to do. But I'm excited. I'm hype. I feel good. Even a, a, a testament to what's been happening is me wearing this hoodie. I haven't worn this hoodie in a long time, <laughs> let alone worn it. And it fit right, felt comfortable in it. It looked normal. Like, yeah, so I'm wearing old clothes that ain't fit before. I'm hype. It's, 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 a, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? What they said, summer bodies is built in the winter. I've been building, baby. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. But um, even more than that, I'm excited to bring out this episode because, you know, I love every episode I do. Some of them I'll be recording them and I'll be like, uh, I don't know if that one hit that much. And then that one be the most successful episode. And I don't understand that. It'd be the ones that I want to hit that don't hit. And the ones where I'm like, yo, this was trash that be hitting. And I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Just keep making the content. <laughs> Just keep sharing the message. It's going to land with whoever it needs to land with. And that's the beautiful thing about it. Like, we don't do it for likes. We don't do it for views. We don't do it to blow up uh, and be social media famous. We do it to change lives. And even if we're changing one, that's all that matters. Um, and before we get into it, like I said last episode, please take this moment. Leave a review. Leave a comment if you can. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. Turn on the alerts. Yes, it's amazing that I'm reaching y'all, but this helps me to reach that many more people. So please do it and it will connect people who already listen to podcasts similar to this to our platform. And it will just make it easier for us to get this message across. When we have events, people will know more about it because I talk about it on here all the time. Let's make this happen. Take that moment right now and go do that. All right. <laughs> now that that's out the way, you know me, I'll be in my phone. I write everything down. I got the quotables folder and I went in there and I was like, mm, I wrote that <laughs> every time. I'm like, dang, I wrote that because I'll be forgetting and you got to write it down or you're going to forget. And I went in there and I don't know what sparked this thought. I don't know what got me here, but it was the most recent thing I wrote in there. And I said, don't let your commitment make you a prisoner to a lifeless situation. Sometimes commitment is just fear of failure masked as something else. And I read that and I said, boy, you ain't never lied. <laughs> you ain't never lied, Smitty. Um, so, yeah, today's episode is about commitment versus fear of failure um, and how that all works and how it's worked in my life, how it can work in your life, how it may already be happening to you and someone you love. But um. You know, I've I've made the mistake of 
pouring into situations that are lifeless, pouring into situations that are no longer fruitful, pouring into situations that um, no longer serve me the way that they should um, and are no longer beneficial at this point. It's it's, it's there's zero benefit to it. And it's, it's more uh, detrimental than anything. But me being me. Um, until God forcibly removes me from a situation, I'm, I'm the type of person that like, I'm going to be there forever. <laughs> and a lot of that, um, as I've navigated things through therapy, a lot of that was like how I felt about myself and different things like that. But also it's like, I'm a person when I commit to something, I commit to it. And whether that's a relationship, business ventures, a, a, a job, whatever it may be, like once I'm there and I'm locked in. We're going to get this done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I don't come to play around. We come to get things done. We come to make things happen. And if I say I'm going to do something, it gets done. <laughs> like there's nothing I've ever spoken in my life that I said I'm going to do and it don't happen. It happens. So that's how committed I am to everything I do. Um, But you got to commit to things that commit back <laughs> and you got to commit to things that also can give back or are helping you to grow or are pushing you or advancing you or are making it make sense. You know, are y'all following me right now? <laughs> you got to commit to something that makes sense. And a lot of us find ourselves committed to something that makes no sense and not even on a, like, yo, I'm just trusting God and it's going to make sense one day. Like, no, literally like God is nowhere in this situation and we're just here make trying to make something happen because we want it to happen trying to make something happen because we don't want to look like failures trying to make something happen because we're trying to uphold an image or we don't want people to see us a certain way or I have to make this work because I don't want to be like my parents that failed or I have to make this work because I have to be on the same level of my peers and they're doing well so I have to look like I'm doing well or I have to make this work to 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 keep my brand together <laughs> to keep my brand identity together to continue to keep up the reputation I have in people's minds. And it's sad that we maneuver that way. Uh, some of us commit to things because it's rather, we'd rather be together in dysfunction than to be alone. And even that is, is something I've been in something I see other people do and something that I no longer want for myself. Like I refuse. Let me look at this camera. Right. We got two cameras today. I refuse to spend my days together in dysfunction. I would rather be alone and at peace than together in dysfunction. And it took me a while to get to that point because I was always that person that needed somebody to be around. Right. I was that person who when I got out of one relationship, I got into another. Or if I wasn't in a relationship, I was talking to somebody, entertaining somebody. I needed somebody to be around. And now that I'm way more comfortable being by myself, I actually enjoy it. <laughs> and like I know my value and I know what I bring and know I can't commit to something that's not going to commit back. I'd rather stay on this end of things. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be on this side <laughs> than to be stuck in that dysfunction. And unfortunately, for some of us, dysfunction is the norm, depending on what you grow up seeing, depending on what social media you frequent, what was stimulating you online, what you get into, how you was brought up, what you see every day. For some of us, dysfunction is what's comfortable. And I, I hope and, and pray that 
we come out of that, bro, <laughs> because we can't continue to live in dysfunction and find joy in that. You know, the the toxicity that you keep coming back to, that vice you keep running back to, that thing that you know is no good for you, but you keep running back to, that job that you keep staying at that does not appreciate you and doesn't value you, that that career path you're chasing, that idea that you're chasing that you know just is not working, like step away from it. You know, we, we can't be so fixated on something that we're not um, sensitive to enough to understand when God is trying to pull you in a different direction, you know, like you have to be sensitive enough to feel that, to sense that, to know that. And you have to be able to put pride and ego to the side and say to yourself like, Hey, this isn't working. This may have been what I wanted to do at first, but it's not working how do I find a way to still accomplish this goal, but approach it in a different way? You know, I was having a conversation with one of my friends and we talked about how, uh, you know, there's a lot of people with hoop dreams, right? Is is one in every city or not even there's like 10 in every city <laughs> that have hoop dreams. And yes, I understand you may love basketball. You may love your sport It's even people with football. And we got these 40 year old men playing semi pro and won't give it up. And like are still like. We understand that you love what you do. I love what I do, but there comes a point where you have to realize like, okay, I'm not about to go to the league. I'm not about to be Tom Brady. I'm not even about to be Brock Purdy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to be Michael Jordan. I'm not even about to be Kwame Brown. I'm not even about to be Smush Parker. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be realistic about where you're at and understand like, okay, I can no longer pursue this as someone who's trying to make a profession out of this. This is something I can do for fun, but now I need to refocus this passion and put it into something else. And yes, you can love basketball to death, but some of y'all need to be coaches. Some of y'all need to be one-on-one trainers. Some of y'all need to hit that AAU circuit and get a team together. Some of y'all need to, to, to do Whatever it is you need to do, uh, <laughs> like be it, be it, go in to try and be an agent, be a sports agent, do something different. Get into broadcasting management, whatever, try and be a front office executive, something to keep you around the game, something to keep you involved in the thing that you love, even though the idea of making it to the league is no longer there. But unfortunately, like I said, it's several in every city. You sit there and you see it and they're like, yo. I got a game coming up. I'm getting ready for next season. And it's like, it's semi-pro or you're, they're playing hoops in, in Rwanda, bro. And it's like, (laughs) we got to bring it back together. Like we got to, we got to refocus. And it's like, there's that commitment to it, but also it's that fear of failure. Like, what if I don't make it? What if I don't live up to this hype that I had around me in high school? What if I really did peak in high school? And that stops a lot of people. Like, what if I really did peak in high school? <laughs> As somebody, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but, hey, And I really want us to understand that the real failure isn't never trying. Right? That's where the real failure is. If you try and it doesn't work out, and you learn from it, it's not a failure. It's an opportunity for you to learn and grow better. If you try and you fail and you don't learn from it, and then you keep going back to it, or you keep finding new things that look like the old thing, or you continue to frequent these things that 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 are terrible for you, 
then we can consider that a failure. But eventually you will come out of that and learn from it. And then we can consider it a learning experience and you can step into success. You won't be in that situation forever unless you choose to be, you know, uh, my brother said it to me. I don't know where he got the quote from, but we, he says it to me and I say it all the time to people I talk to. But he said that, um, you know, shout out to David. Uh, he said, you're born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your decisions. And yes, we may all have started life very differently, have different circumstances, different situations that lead us things that happen to us that we're out of our control, but eventually we have to make these decisions to heal, to grow, to learn, to get better, to be successful, to pivot, to, to, to readjust, to refocus, to recenter, to choose God, to choose love, to choose peace, to love others, to love ourselves. Eventually those are things that like you make the decision on. And if you find yourself in a space where you're unsatisfied with your life, if you find yourself in a place where you're just not happy with where things are right now, Take that inventory, get out a pen, right? And a notebook, a piece of paper, get that out and write down what decisions did you make in your life to get you to where you are today? Like literally up into this moment right here, right now, what series of events took place? What decisions did you make that got you here? And what decisions can you make right now in this present moment and moving forward to get you out of that situation and into a more desirable situation, but not just into a desirable situation, right? Messing up my words, but that can get you into purpose because ultimately that's where we want to be. <laughs> we want to be walking in purpose. We want to be walking in, in, in the right direction, regardless of who's with us <laughs> and, and keep moving in the path that God has for us. And we can't do that if we don't first check ourselves and see where we're starting from. You know, when you have a GPS and you put it in your phone, let's say you want to go somewhere. It's always asking your starting location. You cannot get directed and navigated to your final destination unless you know your starting location, because how will we know to give you the turn by turn to get where you need to go? And some of you are struggling so hard to get to this final destination because you don't even know where you stand right now. Man. We'll let that breathe. <laughs> we'll let that breathe because I'm yelling at people right now and I'm trying not to yell at y'all. But the passion is here. I ain't even get to everything else I wrote. I only <laughs> looked at one line on the paper. But we talking today. We can't get to this final destination, this ultimate destination, this expected end that we want to get to without understanding where we first start. And that starts with taking inventory. That starts with understanding, OK, I am afraid to fail. I am a people pleaser. I am a little bit insecure. I do have uh, father issues or mother issues. I do uh, hold resentment. I do have a problem with uh, relationships. I do have a problem with commitment. I do have a problem with finances and money and, and all of these different things. And once you understand that, then we can start this roadmap on how to get you better, how to, to make a difference, how to get you where you want to be in life. But until you understand where you are, you're just going to stay committed to whatever is in front of you. And a lot of times the stuff in front of us is, is some nonsense, dog. It's some nonsense. Um, but yeah, I have one thing written in my notes that says, don't be dumb. <laughs> and I really don't want y'all to be dumb about this. You know, um, I myself was dumb. I was dumb in a lot of ways. When I was young, I was naive. I didn't really have anyone to show me what a better way looked like. Um, 
but I chose to find a better way. And part of me finding that better way is through therapy. And I put this in my story the other day too. Like, let me go back to this camera here. I'll be neglecting this one. Um, <laughs> I'll put it in my story that, um, you know, I'm really close to graduating therapy. Um, it's getting to the point now where when I do talk to my therapist, like I'm like, it's like, yeah, so what's new? What's happening? Cause we talk, we started weekly. Now we're bi-weekly. And now it's like, you know, I don't be knowing what to say. <laughs> He's like, what's new? And I'm like, what's going on? Is there, did anything happen? And I'm like, nothing really happened other than some growth and positivity. Like it's always good news when I'm coming to talk to him. And I have the tools now to navigate all of these different things that are happening in my life. I have the tools to recenter, refocus, handle depression, handle anxiety, handle imposter syndrome, handle all of these different things. Um, and even as far as, um, a lot of the trauma that's happened in my life, like I'm doing different techniques with him to try and, and navigate that and, and, and go through that and create different pathways in my mind, all these different things, man. And it's been an amazing journey. And like y'all were here with me step by step, like for over a year when I'm like, yo, I'm here, I'm doing it. Then <laughs> my first therapist, we wasn't doing it no more. Then I was out of therapy. And I found a new therapist. Now we going through these different changes. Y'all watch me get better in every aspect of my life. And I think that's what I really enjoy about this podcast. What I really love about this podcast. Cause if you've been rocking with me from the beginning, you've watched my life get better. <laughs> if you go back and listen to episode one, when I talk about everything that's going on in my life, and then you go back to listen to my mental health journey part two, and eventually we're going to do a part three. But if you really like have been here, from the beginning, you've seen the growth, not just in the production and everything that's happening, but you see the growth in me <laughs> and I've seen the growth in some of y'all, man. And it's truly amazing. You know, and even the people that reach out to me, they're like, yo, you know, this has done this for me and this has done that for me. And this has been great to listen to. And this helped me do this. And we've been doing that. And some people be asking me, how can I connect with a therapist and all these different things? And it's, it's so dope that we have been able to grow together right that we've been able to share these experiences together this is episode 102 102 times we've sat here and had these conversations and it's amazing to see and you know like i said what i what i really want y'all to understand what i really want to leave y'all with what i really want y'all to do is please don't be so afraid to fail that you stay committed to a lifeless situation and that situation could be your job it could be your relationship, whether it's dating or family. It could be a, a degree path that you're choosing because someone told you to choose it and you don't really want to do it. <laughs> like it could be so many different things, but we can't continue to. Uh, ooh, ooh, this was a quote. I got so many. Right. We can't continue. <laughs> To hold on to something that's dead because it reminds us of what was, you know, I had um, gotten some flowers for my birthday and then my birthday was in August. I kept them flowers on my kitchen table for months. They had been dead. No amount of water was going to rehydrate them things. They had been dead, but they reminded me of a moment where I had felt seen and loved because I really appreciate flowers. Um, and most men don't get flowers. I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've ever gotten flowers. And uh, yeah, so when I got them, it meant something to me because that's all I wanted. And 
I didn't want to let them go because it reminded me of a time where I felt, like I said, seen and, and appreciated and, and, and valued. And I should have been throwing them out. Finally, I did. My mom asked me, she was like, yo, can I throw these out? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, throw them out, man. <laughs> but that's just a small example. And you can see it on a bigger scale in our lives where we hold on to these things because it reminds us of a time. You know, we hold on to people because they remind us of a time we hold on to like even we we got clothes in our closet that we should have been thrown out that remind us of a time and we're emotionally connected to it. And now these emotions are making the decisions right instead of reason and understanding and a sound mind and all these different things making the the the, the decision. You know, I, I should have sat there and been like, Jordan, you will get flowers again because you deserve flowers again. And you don't have to hold on to something that's dead because you feel like you'll never get something new. And there was so much. You see how deep that message is in me just holding on to some flowers on my table. <laughs> and that's the process that we be going through up here, man. So I had to throw them out. And I'm like, you know what? I am worthy of some flowers. I deserve some flowers. I'm going to get some flowers and we're going to be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I encourage y'all, please don't hold on to to something that's dead and lifeless because it reminds you of what was or what used to be or what could have been or it's it's got potential we can we can you're holding on to the potential but the reality is it's trash (laughs) you know what i mean like the reality is trash every potential is limitless everybody has the potential to be something different or to be what you expect them to be in your mind everybody has that potential but look at the reality of the situation I'm about to get out of pocket. Let me not get out of pocket. I'm <laughs> I forget. Let me calm down because I'm about to start yelling at people. But look at the reality of the situation. And that's why I say get this pen and this paper and write it down, man. Look at the reality of the situation. That person you with don't like you. <laughs> and they haven't ever shown you that they like you, but you still like them. Let that go. <laughs> that job don't value you. Every time you put in the PTO, they say no, but they want you to stay late every day. Leave that job. <laughs> like all these different things. That family member don't rock with you. They ain't never bought you a Christmas gift. You don't have to babysit their kid. Like, stop doing it. Get up out of there. You don't got to do it. Run away. Please, quick, fast, and in a hurry. (laughs) But I'll leave y'all on that, man. I don't want to keep yelling at y'all. But we could go on and on about this forever. I hope this is landing with somebody because it's landing with me. But please, 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 for me, even if you ain't going to do it for yourself, do it for me. Do it for Smitty. (laughs) (laughs) don't stay committed to these lifeless situations just because you're afraid to fail or because it reminded you of what was because what is to be is so much better so much better and we serve a god that gives you a hope in the future man i love (laughs) y'all this has been a great episode this is daily dimensions until next time peace